Well, this first song is called Bare Feet, and uh, it's kind of my personal and artistic mission statement. Um, I really do my best to live a really authentic life, and uh, that's what this song is about. My footsteps on the ground Certain of intention But not where they abound Finding my footing as I fall A little too late, maybe, baby But that's the fun of it all Cause fish have fins and birds have wings And I was given these two things To run the world and chase my dreams In my bare feet I'm in my bare feet Cause I, cause I wanna feel the world's heart beating I wanna grow tall and strong like a tree And touch the sky with my roots so deep And no agenda to my free No insecurity I'm trying to feed I, I just wanna feel the world's heart beat Be underneath my bare feet Just the way you're supposed to be, yeah. You ain't never been a fragile soul and you won't start now. What a shame it be to waste these moments on doubt. And fish have fins and birds have wings and we are given these two things to run the world and chase our dreams. In our bare feet, I'm in my bare feet cause I, cause I wanna feel the world's heart beating. I wanna grow tall and strong like Touch a scout in my roof so deep And no agenda to my free now Insecurity I'm trying to feed I, I just want to feel the world's heartbeat Be, be underneath my bare More freedom than we realize Choices than we exercise Find me under those blue skies
heartbeat. I feel the world's heartbeat. I'm in my bare feet. I feel the world's heartbeat. I just want to feel the world's heartbeat. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I'm going to play a song now called Country Girl. These are all songs off my upcoming uh, country album, and it'll be out later this spring. And uh, this song is really special to me. This is the the kind of autobiographical song on the album, and it's it's completely 100% true. Every single word of this song is true. Um, it's a story of my family and my upbringing, and I was raised in the Northeast, um, but my dad's from Tennessee, and he wanted to raise us kind of like he had been raised um, with the Southern generosity and hospitality and kindness and a great love for the outdoors and hunting and fishing. And so he used to take us hunting and fishing all the time when we were little and riding. And he would make me the memory that Mark, that really sparked this song for me was um, he would try to make us bait the live worm on the hook for fishing. And it was not up my alley, even at five years old. <laughs> and uh, I've always been a more sensitive soul. And um, we would go, ooh, daddy, ooh, daddy, don't make me do that. And he would say, you don't want to be a city girl, do you? Do you want to be a city girl or do you want to be a country girl? You don't want to be a city slicker. Um, and that was kind of burned in my mind as if being a city slicker was the worst thing you could grow up to be. Um, and of course, I went to college in New York City. <laughs> but that... that um, those values really always stuck with me, um, and and those memories always stuck with me, and that's what this song is about. It's called Country Girl. Oh, my daddy's from Memphis. He used to hunt in Arkansas. And then he moved to New York City That's where he met my mom He wrote his mom and dad a letter Said, I'll be a millionaire by 25 And I don't know which one of us dreams bigger I have his heart and drive And he always told me and my sisters When we were scared to bait a hook Girls, you don't want to be no city slickers So I'm a country girl I love the trees and the flowers And those well-spent hours Staring up at the stars Oh, I'm a country girl Though I live in the city and those lights sure are pretty, but I'd happily rather be sitting on the porch picking on my guitar.
she grew up without a dad And so she raised a home that gave us what she never had On the farm where I spent my childhood Riding horses and writing songs Yes, I'm still that child And I still wear I belong I'm a country girl The trees and the flowers And those well-spent hours Staring up at the stars Oh, I'm a country girl Thank you. I'm going to unplug this now. I don't want to blow your ears out. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Right? Um, so I'm going to play the single. This is, um, well, actually, I'll wait till I get to the cues. This should be working now, I think, this guitar. So uh, this this is my single. It's called Tough Guys. And it's a song about, it's kind of a sassy, tongue-in-cheek song about, it's an answer to all the people who want you to be different and uh, want you to fit in a box a little bit better. <laughs> and um, I think we've all experienced that in our own lives. And um and this song is really about learning how to care less what other people think. And you kind of realize, I think, as you go through life that you'll never please everyone and you'll never live up to everyone's expectations. And uh, so you may as well just be yourself and be authentic. And this is just a fun way to say that. And it's called Tough Guys. If I please myself, I'm good if I please you I'm a rebel if I don't fit in the box I'm a talent if I do I'm ignorant to your hypocrite Naive to your experience Well, oops, but I don't give a shh Cause I ain't waiting on you to approve Cause I got all the love that my heart can give It's out of ways that you can't hold back all dreams need to live. Your face 
and all my instruments. They're like my babies, and I'm a huge guitar nerd, so this is Otis. And it was actually named by... Yeah. Yeah, he said name it Otis. Um, so this should be... Really? 
So when did you come here? Wow. And where were you before Fort Myers? Oh, we were just there too. Beautiful there. Huh. What's been your favorite place to live so far? I heard. And food, right? No, I didn't hear like a drinking problem. Not like that. But I just heard that you love food and wine. <laughs> He's leaving. <laughs> but I heard that you love food and wine. Okay. Well, it's one thing to love food and wine. That's another to like be a foodie. I feel like that's a skill unto itself, right? <laughs> Is there good food here? You'll have to give me some recommendations. Really? Awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, this should be on, right? Or Is it on? I can't hear it. Oh, me, my bad. I'm still getting used to... Huh? Yeah. So uh, I always love to end with a song. It's, it's my favorite old American folk song. And this is Joan Baez's version. And it's called Old Blue. And it's about a dog named Old Blue. And it's the cutest song ever. And I love this story.
shook the ground in my backyard. I dug my grave with a silver spade. I lowered him down with links of chain. And in with me today, I have Caroline Jones. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Awesome. So I was reading your bio a little bit earlier today, and I found out about 16 years old, you discovered your love of country music. Yeah. Is that about the same time that you got into music as a whole, like something clicked, or have you always been playing instruments, writing songs? Yeah, I actually started singing and writing when I was really, really young, probably eight, nine years old. And I'd always written poems and stories and, and just been in love with the creative writing process. And um, I grew up listening to classic rock and R&B. That's what my dad played. Um, and when I was 16 or 17 years old, my manager at the time, I'd been making demos. And he said, you know, there's a lot of country sensibility in your songwriting. And I said, really? Because I, I never listened to country music. And, and it was, came as a surprise to me. And he said, yes, you should go down to Nashville um, and check out the community there. And so I went on to Nashville, and I went to a show at the Bluebird Cafe, which is a very famous, legendary singer-songwriter venue. And I saw a show there, and I was just awestruck that there was an entire genre of music and an entire community of people who were passionate about the craft of songwriting. And when I discovered that, I completely fell in love with country delved back into the history of country music that I completely missed being born when I was and, um, and, and really became a student and a fan and admirer of country music and incorporated it into my songwriting and, and into my style. And it really, that's when I really found kind of my, my artistic home. 
a student. I love that you say that Thank because you. I think I also, the people that I tend to admire are the people who go beyond just singing and playing the songs and really you can tell when they're in love with something that they've written. And I love that about you is that you write all of your songs. So I'm just mm -hmm. kind of curious if you can tell me who some of your favorites are because they, I, I would believe they tend to be some pretty renowned songwriters and kind of if you have a songwriting process, what it is. Yeah, so the first part of your question, I have so many artists that I look up to in many genres, mm -hmm. but primarily country because of that very thing that I find that the great country artists are not only great singers and great entertainers, but great songwriting craftsmen and musicians and producers. Like Vince Gill is one of my favorites ever. Produces his own records, writes, plays lead guitar. Um, I mean, and his vocals. It's just, to me, it's a complete package of artistry. And I've really looked up to that and really tried to model myself after people like him, Keith Urban, Hunter Hayes, people who produce their own records. Um, and, and going a little farther back, I love Hank Williams Sr., um, what a poet. Um, Willie Nelson made me fall in love with country music when I heard Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. That was the first lyric um, that I heard of a traditional country song that I just could not get over that image. Like, even if you just had that title, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain, it's like the most haunting, beautiful image. Emmy Lou Harris, one of my favorite vocalists. Dolly Parton, forget you gotta it. I love Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and talk about an, a well-rounded artist, an entrepreneur. Um, and then my songwriting process is and has always been really organic and intuitive. Um, like I said, ever since I was a really, ever since I could read, I would just write all day poems and I was kind of an existential child. <laughs> and, um, and so my songwriting process, Nashville and, and the community of writers there, I experimented with co-writing for a minute, um, in my teens and they really helped me cultivate, um, and study the craft of songwriting, structure, um, melody, all that stuff. But I would say overall, my my songwriting process is still really intuitive. I just get inspired by an idea, and I'll just, you know, I just have to get it out. And I try not to judge it too much, and I try not to think too hard, and I try not to effort it um, because it should come from a really pure place of inspiration. Do you find yourself tending to write everything all at once? Like it just comes out and you have to get it out? Or do you tend to go, like you start something and then you come back to it? I find that my best work is the former. It comes really fast and really um, naturally. And I've heard a lot of songwriters say that, so I go with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, my best, my best work usually comes really quickly and naturally. And then I'm always writing little, you know, images or lines or melodies or you know beatboxing drum beats into my phone all that kind of stuff so I'm always that. doing that <laughs> you need to share some of those um so I personally love to write but I can't imagine ever putting a song together especially something as good as uh tough guys which is your single Thanks. um and I know you touched on how that song came about it is a little feisty and brilliantly mm -hmm. unapologetic I love <laughs> it um so I was wondering if you could describe maybe how that song came about yeah so that song um, was was very intuitive, as I was just saying. I wrote the I wrote the melody and the the lyrics. I, I just wrote it a cappella, like I sang into my phone, like I'm selfish if I please myself. I'm good if I please you, and I just finished the whole song like that, mm -hmm. sang it into my phone. And then a couple weeks later, I remembered it, and so 
I um I'd been wanting to write a song that was kind of blues influenced because I'm really a fan of like the acoustic blues of the 30s and 40s, like Sun House and Skip James and Robert Johnson. And I'd been listening to a lot of Sun House and his slide playing and kind of learning how to play slide. Um, so Tough Guys was was kind of my in for for a blues inspired song, and um, that's how it came about. And then the recording process we started with the acoustic version that I just played you, mm-hmm. and our drummer Near Z came up with that like badass Queen esque like. Like yeah. the stomp clap sample, and um, and then we were kind of off and running. That's definitely one of those songs that when you hear it on the radio, you have to move. Like even if you don't notice it, you're like, oh, look yeah. at that! I was dancing. <laughs> Thank you. I love Thanks. it. That's the um, idea. And in the video, there's these really cool images where there's like six of you mm-hmm. all at once playing different instruments, and that pretty much describes your upcoming album. You played most of the instruments on that. Yeah, I did. I played all the instruments except bass and drums. And for bass and drums, we had Nashville legends um, come into the studio. Glenn Worf, um, who's just an extraordinary person and bass player, and Near Z. And then I played all the other instruments. And the reason is because um, I love production. I love the process of putting a song together. Um, I love... Because it's kind of like writing the song a thousand times. You know, you write it once, melody and lyrics and chords. But then you get to write the mandolin part and the electric guitar part. And what should the synths be doing? And what should the drum pattern be? And it's it's just addictive as a creative person to go through that process. And so I co-produced this album with Rick Wake. Is there anything you can't do? <laughs> a lot. Yeah, there's a lot that I'm I'm reaching for. I'm really... When I said I'm a student of music, I really am. I really care about um, getting better and, and deepening the craft, and and um, that's what I'm most focused on. And is there an instrument that's your favorite to play? Ooh, um, I really love the five-string banjo. Um, I love playing the five-string banjo. I love the voicings in it, and it's such a happy, bright sound. So probably that. So I have to say that... When I read about the Heart is Smart initiative Mm -hmm. that you've been doing, I was thrilled. Um, So it's a nationwide school tour where you encourage students to express themselves through music. I was actually looking at my third grade yearbook the other day, and I wrote, my favorite subject is music. So I, I really love that you're doing something like this, and I was wondering if you could just kind of describe your experience on how you decided to take your love and help people recognize their own. Yeah, so I started the Hardest Smart School Tour um, when I was about 19 or 20, about six years ago. Um, And the reason that I did is because at the time I was um, really finding my own voice as an artist and I was making independent records and I was managing myself and I was booking myself. I didn't have an agent, I didn't have anyone. And I just, I wanted to create a really organic grassroots fan base and I wanted to do it my own way and I wanted to, you know, I saw the music industry was changing and I saw there was kind of a hunger for people at the time like Mumford and Sons and Ed Sheeran and these people who were just standing on stage with their guitars but were really connecting um, because of their authenticity. And so I started kind of cold calling schools and asking if I could come play and it just um, it just snowballed. They started asking me to do master classes and songwriting and vocal performance and entrepreneurship and um and so I ended up school touring for about five or six years um making independent records um and and then Rick Wake came into my life and and we made this this record um but I'm continuing on with those those school initiatives because 
first of all, it's an audience like high schoolers and college kids are so fun to play for. Um, and they don't lie. Like if you're not good, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they can't be bothered. So it makes you a better performer, I think. And um, they're so hungry for inspiration. Um, I remember being 16 and seeing Jewel up on stage, which is her guitar. And it changed, it literally changed my life and changed my perspective. Um, and so to even, you know, have a dream to be able to do that in front of high school and, and college students to give them a smidge of inspiration is just so fulfilling. I love it. Yeah. Um, so it's been a blast having you here. Yes. I loved listening to you perform, and I really thank you for coming out to California and hanging out with us. Um, but just as a reminder, what is the name of your album, and when can everyone go out and buy it? Um, well, the name of the album has not been announced yet. Okay. But the single <laughs> is Tough Guys, and it is out now. And then we're releasing another song um, that will be on the album. We're just going to kind of start eking them out. And so the next song that's going to come out is Rise, and that's going to be February 24th. So check that out. Thank awesome. you so much, Jenna. Yeah, thanks for being here. Love it.